Welcome to the Fireside Giants podcast by Empire Sports Media. What's up, everybody, and welcome back to Fireside Giants. I'm your host, Anthony Rovardo, joined by my co-host, Alex Wilson. And can you believe it, guys? We finally made it. The preseason kicks off tonight for the New York Giants. I know that the Patriots, the Seahawks, played a little bit last night. What a catch from Vikings rookie wide receiver uh, Jordan Addison. I know a lot of Giants fans were a little bit heartbroken to see him make that grab, but don't worry, guys. We do have Deontay Banks, who I'm really excited about and who should be playing in tonight's game a pretty significant amount. He's one of the players that we're going to be keeping an eye on. And we will discuss a few other players we're keeping an eye on and some position battles that we're keeping an eye on in today's episode. But before we dive into all that, make sure to leave a like if you do enjoy this episode. Subscribe to the channel if you are new. Ring the bell so you don't miss an episode and comment your thoughts on the topic down below in the comment section. If you're listening on Apple or Spotify, please make sure to leave us a five-star review. And go ahead and follow us on all of our social media channels at Fireside Giants. But without further ado, Alex, how are you doing today, my friend? And how pumped up are you to watch New York Giants preseason football? Um, God, it's been so long. I, I need this. As a, you see, I'm wearing this Yankee jersey right now. Don't know why. Pain, just suffering in it. Um, I was about to put my Giants jersey on. I was like, you know what? It's, it's about... I'm starting out some like the, those good luck charms. I'm not going to put it on until right before the game. I'm feeling like I got to start the, the, the trends early, but we're going into the regular season for the good luck. Uh, but I'll tell you this right now. I'm excited for tonight's game. Now, there's nothing worse than second half preseason football games. Third, fourth quarters... You see guys that you will never see again. <laughs> you watch those other games, like it is just a disaster sometimes. But for the Giants, I'm going to be tuned into the last second because there are some really, really good position battles unfolding, and there's some youngsters on this team fighting for opportunities. Um, you know, this guy's like Bryce Ford Wheaton. He's probably going to get a lot of playing time in the second half today. Undrafted free agent of West Virginia, really good athlete. Um, there's a lot of players I'm really excited to watch. Trey Hawkins, Darian Beaver is getting back into action. Micah McFadden, that job, th- those roles there. Maybe Cordell Flock gets some action. I think maybe we'll even see Jalen Hyatt for a series. Maybe we'll see Deontay Banks for a series. Uh, most of the veterans, like I'm not, you're, we're not going to see Dexter Lawrence. We're not going to see Saquon. We're not going to see Leonard Williams. Probably not going to see Daniel Jones. I um, mean, already being in the first year or the second year of the offensive system, I think he gets the point already. Um, but maybe we'll see him next week or the week after for a series just to get some live game action for a moment, for a minute. Uh, but that that might be it, to be honest. But there's a lot of really exciting players to keep an eye on, Anthony. I'll let you kind of get started here and who you're most excited to watch during tonight's game. Yeah, I want to talk about some of these defensive backs first and foremost. As I mentioned in the intro, Deontay Banks, that's a player I'm keeping a very close eye on. But opposite of him, Trey Hawkins should get a lot of playing time as well. We're all really excited about him. Sixth-round rookie out of Old Dominion. Really just burst onto the scene at training camp. Should get a lot of playing time tonight. Might even be with the starters to be determined. They haven't released the official week one, preseason week one depth chart just yet. But a player that I am keeping an eye on and I think could be in the starting lineup is Trey Hawkins. Now, another player that I'm also keeping an eye on is Jason Pinnock. Now we know that he's been lighting it up at preseason or in training camp as well rather and he looks to be the lock for the starting strong safety job opposite Xavier McKinney. So I'm keeping an eye on all of these defensive backs. Deontay Banks, Trey Hawkins, Jason Pinnock. I want to see him with some starting action, some good playing time. We saw him a little bit during the regular season last year, but now that he's ascending into this full-time starting gig, I'm excited to see how he handles that. And then, of course, you've got the battle at slot cornerback. Now, there's a few players over there that we got to keep a close eye on. First and foremost, 
Darnay Holmes. How is he going to perform in this preseason week one? Because Darnay Holmes, we know, is on the roster bubble. If he goes out there and just gets shredded like Swiss cheese in tonight's game, there's a chance he gets cut by tomorrow. Like, that's definitely a possibility based on everything that we're hearing from training camp. A lot of rough practices, consistently getting cooked by those veteran slot receivers like Sterling Shepard, like Cole Beasley, who I'm sure we're going to dive into in a little bit in this episode. But Darnay Holmes needs to have a good performance tonight. If he doesn't have a good performance and then we watch um, Cordell Fly go out there and play well instead that will spell some serious trouble for Darnay Holmes so Alex I'm looking at all of these defensive backs I think there's a lot of storylines in the Giants secondary going into tonight's game but outside of that who are you looking at in that secondary that you're really keeping a close eye on and maybe we could venture towards the linebacker position to start to preview that as well yeah I mean look right now I'm kind of it's Trey Hawkins for me like that's the guy I want to see I want to see the tangible traits put on the football field I want to see that these practice and training camp performances are no mirage I want to see that they're the real the real deal and he's the real thing uh, and I think it's possible that we see a really good performance from him today like this is a player who he's got the athletic profile to be a tremendous NFL talent guys like this is a player that has the body the wingspan the speed the athleticism to be a starting quarter in the NFL it just he just needs experience like he just needs time um he's got to see what receivers are doing against him in a, in a live setting he's got to see it against no not giants players you know what i mean like <clears throat> this is a guy who he's got all the potential late round draft pick you don't expect a lot from these guys but we want to see it in, in live action and see if it translates to um, a much bigger and much more intense uh kind of scenario but you know aside from him there's a lot of young defensive backs on this team, like Arwarie, I believe that's how you say his name. Um, another guy that you really high on. It was close enough. Yeah. <laughs> Oruwarie. Oruwar. Yeah, I'm not even. It's try a tongue that. twister. It's a tongue twister. Just call Oruwarie. him Amani. 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 Yeah, that works for me. Amani. Excited to see him too. I think he was actually formerly with Detroit. So, uh, you know, you're looking at a player here that a little bit of experience, a down season. Maybe he bounces back. I saw Jamon Green, rookie, had an interception in joint practices a couple days ago. You know, we have a couple of young players here that are fighting for opportunities. You know, Zion Gilbert, not my favorite. Nick McLeod, I like Nick McLeod. You will see maybe he'll get some action at safety alongside cornerback. Maybe Cordell Flock gets in the game today. Um, I don't, I don't think he's a penciled-in starter by any means. So maybe that he will be getting substantial action. That's a guy that I really want to keep an eye on, even on the boundary. Maybe they'll throw him out there on the boundary and in the slot. They'll move him around a little bit, see what we can do. Um, so definitely excited to see what you know value he could bring to this team um but i think those are like kind of the primary ones like bobby mccain's a veteran probably won't we'll see him but he's probably fighting for a roster spot at this point in time <clears throat> who else is on this defensive backs unit um i think that's like we hit most of the more important ones i think trey hawkins and cordell flott are like kind of the two that i really am going to be keeping an eye on that of course the linebacker battle you referenced a little bit um a couple minutes ago you know mike mcfadden darian beavers like this is our first chance to finally see darian beavers again after that acl tear Beavers was really promising last year during FanFest, during the training camp. Like his vision, football IQ, positioning were all excellent. It's just like maybe he is a little bit unathletic. Maybe he doesn't have that sideline to sideline speed. But I think positioning like can make up for that at times. And he's a big boy. The guy's massive human being. So when you're looking at what the Giants need right now, we've heard the rumors about potentially bringing in a linebacker, um, you know, at least giving them a little bit more veteran experience. Maybe they pick up a guy that another team cuts, which seems like the more likely scenario right now. But what are you thinking about Darren Beavers and McFadden? I'm really excited to see Beavers because, like, we've been really excited about him for a long time. 
No, I'm really excited to see Beavers as well. First of all, he's leading the race on the unofficial depth chart as the number two starting linebacker. He was listed with the first team on that depth chart. Additionally, this is a guy who was dominating last preseason. Well, maybe dominating is a bit hyperbolic, but he was playing some damn good football. He had the green dot on his helmet. He was looking like the quarterback of the defense. He was blowing up screens in that game against uh, New England. He looked really freaking good. And then he goes into the final preseason game and the MetLife turf grabbed him. It got him. He tore his knee out. And that was all she wrote for Darian Beaver's rookie season. But going into this year, Let's see how he plays in this preseason. If he has another solid preseason like he did last year and combining that with the great training camp that he's had, I absolutely think that we could see Darian Beavers open week one as the starter next to Bobby Okereke. But I'm also keeping a close eye on Micah McFadden, the other guy who's competing for that job. I like McFadden. I like his ability to get after the quarterback. I think he's a good pass rusher. And I like the fact that he played in all 17 games as a rookie. He's just got a better understanding of this defense inherently compared to Darian Beavers because he spent a full year in the system. Meanwhile, Beavers has had to recover on the sidelines with his injury. So I'm, I'm curious to see how that battle shapes out. But I do think that it really comes down to who plays better in the preseason. Because yes, what we've seen from Beavers right now, better practices throughout training camp. So he's leading the race for that job. He'll be the starter at the number two linebacker spot for the preseason. But Micah McFadden, let's say he has a better performance in this preseason game than Beavers. Next week, he might be with the first team. So let's see how this battle shapes out. But I think that this is a preseason battle in in particular, not a training camp battle. This is one that gets decided in these games against other teams. But I also think that for a few other positions, including wide receiver, Alex, I know that you wrote a piece on that this morning, talking about three wide receivers who are fighting for their jobs. We know a few of them, and a lot of them are actually veteran players. Like there are some veteran wide receivers that are competing with each other because how many veteran slot receivers do the Giants really need going into the regular season? I can name three off the top of my head that I think are competing for the same spot. Sterling Shepard, Cole Beasley, Jamison Crowder. Now, I do think it's possible that two of those guys make it, but it is possible that two of those guys get cut and only one of them makes it. So, Alex, what are your thoughts on this wide receiver unit as we head into this game? Because I think that there's currently 13 receivers on the roster, mm -hmm. and we can't carry 13 receivers into the regular season. No, we cannot. And right now, I'm pretty excited about the receiver battle kind of unfolding. There's a couple guys I really like um, in terms of their upside. I think Colin Johnson makes this team. I think that right now it's going to be hard for him to make this team, but I think he has a big preseason. I think he has a really good game tonight. <clears throat> he's going to get a lot of opportunity. Like, he's coming off the Achilles tear. Um, you know, he's looking really good. He's making some unbelievable catches in practice. Now it's time to put it on the football field. Give him some chances. If, you're, if I'm Tyrod Taylor, I'm feeding Colin Johnson tonight. Um, and then on top of that, Bryce Ford Wheaton. You know, West Virginia standout. Uh, really, he had the number one athletic score at the NFL Combine. This is a guy I'm interested in seeing more of. I want to see. He has 4-3-5 speed. I'd like to see a little bit more of that speed you know maybe you know send him on some go routes try to get him deep uh, a couple times see what he could do I think that there is some opportunity there to maybe get some value out of him but again he was projected to be a fourth round pick ended up undrafted so the value is certainly there it's just about developing him I think it's going to take some time I think he probably ends up on the practice squad if we're being honest but you know who knows another guy Khalil Pimpleton he's a guy that you know the Giants have been kind of stashing for a long time really good kick returner but they haven't really used him at all another guy I think lands in the practice squad ultimately but um He's fast, he's athletic, and maybe there is something, maybe there's a role for him on this team. 
Another guy, Jameson Crowder. I think he's on the outside looking in right now because he's played 76% of his career snaps in the slot, which means he's kind of pigeonholed into that position. Um, you know, you got Sterling Shepard there. You got Wondell Robinson coming back earlier than anticipated. Jalen Hyatt can play in the slot. Um, Darren Waller is going to be playing in the slot a lot. I just think there's too many bodies. You have Cole Beasley still. He can make the roster for all we know. Um, for now, I think that Jameson Crowder is probably on his way out. Uh, but, you know, he's got time. Got a couple games here to make a, make a statement and maybe fight his way onto this team. Team. Um, but those are the primary guys that I'm kind of keeping an eye on. You know, Colin Johnson, Bryce Ford Wheaton, Khalil Pimpleton, um, Jameson Crowder, not so much. I wonder if Cole Beasley gets any time tonight. I wouldn't be surprised. Maybe Sterling Shepard gets in there for a series just to, you know, test out his leg, you know, get it in some live action. But I, I wouldn't bet on it. Um, and I'd love to see some Jalen Hyatt tonight. I think that we will see some of these rookies in Hyatt. I want to see that speed in live action. I'm very excited to see um, his route running. Hopefully the um, Tyrod Taylor can sling one deep to him and see, see what he's got um, with the burners downfield. Yeah, me too. I mean, listen, there's a lot of speed on this Giants offense now, which is something that we weren't able to say last year, but they really made it a point of emphasis to add some speed to this offense. So I think that we'll see a little bit of Paris Campbell as well. This is a guy who I know initially when he was signed, some Giants fans thought he was kind of 50-50 to make the roster, but I think after this summer, he's a lock. He is making this roster. I think that he'll be regularly in the starting lineup and could be arguably DJ's favorite target in the receiver position outside of maybe Darius Slayton. I really am confident in Paris Campbell, but I like that you mentioned Bryce Ford Wheaton. This is a guy who I don't think has any shot of making the roster, but it's kind of for a different reason than most think. So the, my thing with Bryce Ford Wheaton is a lot of fans are not realizing that he signed that practice squad contract fully guaranteed. Now, what that does for him, it basically tells him you're not making the regular season roster. You're almost guaranteed not to make it, but you're guaranteed to be on our practice squad. The Giants want him on the practice squad. They want to develop him. So the only way that Bryce Ford Wheaton leaves the Giants practice squad is if he gets a regular uh, season roster job on another team. But that's unlikely to happen unless he really lights it up throughout the preseason, but he's not going to go to any other practice squad and make less money because his practice squad salary is fully guaranteed with the Giants. So that's something like a very interesting wrinkle that they threw into that contract. He's the only player, to my knowledge, this entire offseason that got a fully guaranteed practice squad contract. So he's here to stay. We just won't see him much during the regular season, but maybe next year. He's a player that the Giants really want to develop, and I'm really excited about him. You know, you mentioned it, freak athlete, six foot four, four three speed like he's got the measurables that are comparable to Calvin Johnson you got to develop that guy you got to keep him on your practice squad and see what you can get out of him so I'm keeping a close eye on him during the preseason for sure um, but another player that I'm keeping a close eye on Alex I am watching Eric Gray out of Oklahoma. I got to see how this kid performs. I'm really excited about him. He's listed as the first team punt returner. He's also going to be the second string running back by the time the regular season rolls around. Let's see what he can provide in relief of Saquon Barkley. You know that's that's something that the Giants were really missing in their offense last year was a second running back that could handle a full workload. Barkley was, you know, rushing over 30 attempts in some games. That was ridiculous. You don't want him doing that again this upcoming season. There's no reason to put that kind of wear and tear on Saquon Barkley throughout this regular season when you now have a competent backup running back, albeit a rookie, in Eric Gray. So I want to see how he performs tonight, Alex. And really that whole backup running back group, I think there are some key names to keep an eye on. You know, you've still got Matt Breda in there. You've still got Gary Brightwell. I think that this is an underrated position group that not enough Giants fans are really talking about going into this preseason game. Look, I think right now that Brightwell's injured. Um, he's probably not going to be playing the rest of the preseason, if not maybe the next game or two. So he's really 
he's really putting himself in a bad spot. I mean, it's not his fault. He's hurt. Um, but <clears throat> right now, if I'm guessing, I think Brightwell might get the axe. I think Eric Gray probably replaces him on that roster spot. And they want to have maybe a, a veteran there. Maybe um, Breda ends up sticking around. He's not making that much money. So I wouldn't be surprised if we saw a running back committee, like or not a committee, but rather a group of Saquon, Breda, and Eric Gray. And then Gray kind of takes uh, Brightwell's spot on the roster, especially if Gray's going to be returning punts, returning kicks, you know, at least getting some value out of him as a late-round pick. And, you know, he does have that three-down back um, kind of quality. He doesn't have breakaway speed. He is not the fastest guy in the world. He's not going to give you that extra burst at the end of a run. But he can pick up yards. You know, he's a good, decisive runner. He can break some tackles. He can get through the gaps. Um, and I'd like to see him... I'd like to see the Giants get some value out of him as a rookie, one way or another, whether it be kick returning, whether it be just helping spell um, some fatigue issues with Saquon making sure he doesn't get tired out maybe you maybe you like give him some touches in the middle of the game that way Saquon's fresh and ready to go in the fourth quarter you know there are ways to to kind of mitigate those those um fatigue related issues and injury so I think Eric Ray can play a certainly a good fact a good factor be a good variable for Saquon and um give him some plays off that way he can really recharge and, and dominate down the stretch um but I think that's like where I see that kind of unfolding Brightwell I'm thinking he might be on the way out, guys. I'd love to hear perspectives on that one because I think that it's kind of a coin flip. But right now, I'm thinking Eric Ray takes his spot on the roster. Yeah, I think so, too. I feel much more comfortable going with um, the the backup duo of uh, Gray and Breda than I do with Brightwell. I don't think that Brightwell provides enough to this offense. I feel like he's been injured quite a few times throughout his career. But, you know, hopefully he can get healthy and at least make it a, a battle um, during one of these final two regular season games. But as you mentioned, injuries holding him back. We'll see what happens. Could be a practice squad nominee. Um, and one last player that I do want to mention, Alex, Tommy DeVito quarterback three for the Giants right now not not necessarily excited because I think there's anything really special there with him but I don't know if you know this the guy shares the name with a really famous Goodfellas character Joe Pesci's character so you know I'm out here rooting for the guy you know I got my Italian blood in me Tommy DeVito I want to see you succeed my man I'll be keeping a close eye on you in tonight's game but really Alex anywhere else on this roster that you're seeing maybe a specific position battle or a specific player that you're really excited to watch in tonight's preseason game uh, I mean, it's Trey Hawkins for me. Trey Hawkins and Colin Johnson, those are the two guys I'm looking at the most. I also want to check out the offensive line depth, like Matt Parrott coming off the injury. I want to see what he's got. Um, I'd like to see, maybe we'll see Josh Azudu. I'm not so sure about that one yet. Maybe we'll see him a little bit. Um, ben Bredesen, maybe we'll see a little bit. Uh, you know, Lawrence Cager, I really like him as a receiving tight end. You know, he could be kind of a low-key piece that makes this roster as a third tight end option. Um, so there there are some low-key players here that, that do have some talent that could sneak onto this team. Um, I, you know, I'd like to see the defensive backs. Like, I want to see someone emerge from that group today. The linebackers, of course, you'd love to see Beavers and McFadden take some big steps forward. Maybe Jason Pinnock gets a little bit of playing time out. Dane Belton, that's a guy I really want to see, you know, take a big step forward here in the second year after, after the clavicle break. Dane Belton. Elton's one guy, like, we, we could use some nice depth pieces. He could be one of them. Um, and maybe they'll use him a little bit of free safety, you know. Maybe they'll maybe they'll give him some opportunities at free safety and strong safety. We'll see how that kind of develops. But we could see Cordell Flott as well. I think that he's not penciled in as a starter by any means. Uh, maybe that maybe that Darnay Holmes-Cordell Flott slot position battle kind of unfolds during preseason games. Like, that could definitely happen. So there's a lot to watch tonight, guys. We got you guys covered on all the platforms, as always. You know, this is uh, going to be fun. We'll have the clips out. We'll make sure you guys are full of knowledge and have everything you need to diagnose what's going on. And we'll definitely follow up with a post-game thing probably later after the game. And then tomorrow, Ali's going to join us, and we're going to talk about the game in a lot more detail and, and run it through with you guys. So appreciate that, as always.
Yep, absolutely. I'm super excited to break down this game after it ends and to continue pre previewing the upcoming preseason games and, of course, having you all join us on the ride throughout the regular season. So make sure to leave a like if you did enjoy this episode. Subscribe to the channel if you are new. Ring the bell so you don't miss an episode and comment your thoughts on the topic down below in the comment section. If you're listening on Apple or Spotify, please make sure to leave us a five-star review. And go ahead and follow us on all of our social media channels at Fireside Giants. But without further ado, we will catch you all in the next one. Have a good one, and let's go Giants.